on a warm summer's evening On a train bound for nowhere I met up with a gambler We were both too tired to sleep Hey everybody, welcome so into Fill My Heart. My name is Drew Absher. I'm Parker Newman, and holy fuck, I didn't realize how boring the first, like, 30 seconds of the song are. <laughs> well, I mean, it is country music. No, actually, dude, like, I'm getting more into country music. Are you really? Yeah, I was listening to Graham Parsons last night. Yeah, see, there's there's a... Uh, and also, you know, Silver Jews. Yeah, I had an argument with my sister, because my sister likes country music a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, about what, like... It's just... It, it, country music is a lot like rock music to me. Yeah. Where it's like, where it has been pushed forward in the last... 20 years has been kind of cool yeah but everything else has stayed pretty stagnant near it you know what really? i mean i think country's gotten like objectively horrible <laughs> now yeah i mean but i mean it's like all that grand old opry shit is still bad like dolly parton is not good what dolly parton's nah, amazing that shit Absolutely. sucks you shit just, sucks. You've just never. You just don't work no. nine to five. You work ten to Dude, six. Yeah, so you can't relate. No, it's <laughs> shit's terrible. It's like it's not. not even a it's bad. It's all that like Nashville sound stuff is bad. The cool stuff is like the Bakersfield stuff and the outlaw countries like Willie Nelson, like Graham Parsons, like that kind of shit is yeah. tight. Oh, I love like Neil Young. If you count, I, I guess you kind of. But like you know, like Johnny Cash, obviously, like that kind of stuff is cool. Yeah. But the fucking, the, you know, the the honky-tonk shit, all that stuff sucks. Well, it's like, just not good. Like it, and you have it, to name more people, too. Dolly Parton's amazing, objectively, nah, so you're wrong there. But I mean, <laughs> no, she's, she's a good singer. I just, the music is just, like, also, very fucking, like, pageanty and shit. I don't like it. I mean, fucking Whitney Houston took her, like, eighth best song and made it one of the best songs in the world. Well, not everyone's Whitney Houston. That's I'm kind just of a saying. High bar. I'm just. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's the same argument. I love with, like you're just watching a movie. Like this is not literally the best thing. I n- no, no 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 no. I just do, all the fucking. I just yeah, dude. Like all the Nashville sound stuff sucks. Jolene's like such an amazing song. It's fine. It's <laughs> it's really good though. It's fine. It's it, a fine song. She there was no Jolene. She just met a random person with that name and yeah the tune just I mean, came to her. Yeah, th- there's a, plenty of songs. You know, Metallica didn't really ride the lightning. <laughs> 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 I don't know why you're telling me that the song being yeah. fictional somehow makes it better. Like you know, there's a lot of music. That's everyone like that. was pretty calm at the disco. <laughs> yeah. There was no yeah. panic. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's not all serious. <laughs> no, I just I don't know. There I was d- no crazy train. Everyone got to their departed time, <laughs> yeah, like uh, on arrival. It was yeah, fine. <laughs> like Glenn Campbell, you know that Conway Twitty, all that stuff is just. I like Glenn Campbell. Actually, that that last song he did, yeah. "I'm Not Gonna Miss You." That song's fucking terrifying. Oh yeah. Do you know that song? No, I don't. He he wrote it after he got diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Oh really? And so the entire the song's called "I'm Not Gonna Miss You." Mm-hmm. And it's a song to his wife. Is he talking about the wall? (laughs) (laughs) No, he's talking to his wife. And (laughs) the song is like, she's going to miss him, Mm -hmm. but because his brain is going to be deteriorating, he's not going to be able to miss her. But it's the way it's phrased is, I'm not going to miss you. So it's supposed to sound like cold initially. But when you really listen to the lyrics, it's fucking the most depressing thing. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, 9 to 5 does sound like someone going through Alzheimer's. Mentally. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I honestly, like, 
in Dolly Parton's defense, I don't know how many songs I could name past Jolene Nine and to Five, and I, I will always love you. Oh, that's her. Then yeah, yeah, that was that was <laughs> that was her original song. Oh, uh, really? I would argue the same. Oh, with, sorry. Also, Tim Heidecker. His he has a really good new country album. All right. Well, now you've just completely jumped the shark. Sorry. Yeah. Were we gonna play that on the podcast? No, I'm saying that you've jumped the shark. I mean, I'm sure it's a fine country album. I'm not listening to Tim Heidecker. <laughs> I'm not listening to his fucking country album. Unironically, it's really good. Though. Yeah. So he's a serious musician, just not a very serious guy. That's what I love about. <laughs> yeah. Again, dude, I'm just not going to take Tim Heidecker fucking seriously. But his music serious. I can't do it. Uh, I mean, Tenacious D has some cool songs. I'm never going to be like. Yeah, but that's common. I'm going to be. I'm never going to be like, dude, just jamming out to. But Tenacious D. You Jack know? Black's whole thing is like, oh, we're fat and you can still play guitar. Like, you know? It's yeah. Fun. I know, but I just watched Tim Heidecker on, like, I think you should leave now. Yeah. You know, or I think you should leave, whatever that show was called. Like, oh. he's a fucking weirdo on that yeah. show. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like he's not so. I just can't take that seriously. Yeah. Well, that's like, if you were like, dude, Weird Al wrote an actual movie. I'd be, I would watch be, the fuck out of that. Like, what argument is that? I don't what? know. I just, I wouldn't be interested in it. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh-huh. I don't like that. I don't like when, you know, it's funny because obviously, you know, I'm a huge Kanye West fan. Yeah. And like. And you're very disappointed he didn't win. <laughs> I thought that he got robbed. I yeah. did. I think that, I think that the electoral college system is broken. <laughs> and, I, and I think 7,000 na- national votes should be enough for you to be president. That's how I feel. Uh, no, but like, d- did you watch him on Rogan at all? No. All right. There's a part on Rogan when he's like, my calling is to be the leader of the free world. Right. And it's like, no, 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 no. Your calling is to make amazing music. Yeah, totally. That's how I feel like about Tim Heidecker. It's like, yeah, but it's like, hey, enjoy making your country music. Just shut the fuck up about it. What? Okay, that's not comparable with thinking you should lead like America. I just I don't I don't like I think that. Like, you know, it's like celebrities doing makeup. I mean, it's I like, get yeah, that, but it's like, like people can have more than one hobby. Sure, 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 sure. But let it you stand on your, its own. Uh, let it stand on its own. Your, like one uh, thing, one <laughs> thing you got to give Jared Leto credit for. No, never. No, but I one thing, one thing you got to give him credit for, credit for is he didn't call the band Jared Leto and the Thirty Seconds to Mars. You know, he didn't fucking publicize that he was the lead dude. He let the music stand on its own, and I do respect that. I don't uh, like Thirty Seconds to Mars. I don't like really Jared Leto as an actor. But I do respect that he didn't call the band Jared Leto's, you know, orchestra or some shit. Yeah, but I mean, and people, just capitalize on it. People do that. Like Elton John was. I love Elton John so much, but that dude was just like, you know what? I'm good enough to call this whole band with fucking eight people Elton John. <laughs> like that. Yeah, that shit. I know. But what do you? What, I don't get. And the he point, wasn't like, famous before that. He was just some guy saying, "Oh no, I'm the band." Yeah, like, yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, but I'm saying that I don't like when. Like it when people do do side projects and then they just like, but they're like, but it's still me. So enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Though it's like a serious album, you know, I know. But if he would have released it under like a pseudonym or something and let the music stand on its own, I just like the way like Donald Glover doesn't act under the name Childish Gambino. Yeah. You know, it feels gimmicky. Well, that'd be weird. <laughs> right. But, but I mean, there's his, there's people that do real it. Name too. Tim Hiker is his I know, I know, but I'm saying, I mean, musicians go by fake names all the time. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I mean. But then it's harder for people to find their music because they're not going by their name. I know, but that's that's what merit is. 
<laughs> That's how meritocracy. Yeah, work. but do you really think that Jared Leto didn't have any fucking? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that I respect that he could have been an egomaniac about it and. He named I, he is a ma- no, ego, but he that's could have. I feel that Jared Leto gets off on people being like, "Wait, he's also a rock star." Sure, like, he <laughs> he gets off on that, but he didn't like. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say also. He's not an actor, like as well. He I mean, he's sucks. an actor. He sucks so. No, he hard. does not. He's awful. No, I said this so many times, but he is literally the only person based on what performances he's the only person in requiem for a dream with a boston accent <laughs> literally nobody in that movie has a boston yeah, accent yeah but that movie is so him. weirdly directed like the entire i don't know the, i don't no know reason. i but look i don't know the behind the scenes but that movie is so weirdly that made that it wouldn't surprise what's that that fight club and joker he's he's never done e- anything wait what's he in fight club he's like the he's the guy who's like shaved head like he's oh yeah yeah a small role. no but he's fantastic in Dallas Buyers Club. I've not seen it. It's fantastic. Like he's undeniably fantastic in that movie. I've yeah, I, I think he's a fine actor. I, I think he's just an egomaniac who like injects himself too much. Yeah, all actors are that though, and they're uh, good. <laughs> I don't know, not all of them. Yeah, I mean, for the most part. You know. uh, anyway, back to my original okay. point. <laughs> I just I think that like it's a kind of a cheap thing, like. Credit where it's due. Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. He didn't He didn't keep making country music named Hootie. Yeah. He went by his fucking name, there's Darius Keen, Rucker. There's a Keen Peel sketch about that that's very funny. Yeah. What is it? You've never seen that? I don't think so, no. Dude, Keen Peel, if you're... Well, no free plugs, but watch Keen Peel. That's a really great show. Yeah, no, no, no. It's good. But um, yeah, I, I do like that show. Yeah. But Don't watch Jordan Peele's movies yes. because you can only have one thing you like. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I said at all. I'm, I'm not. S- look, if he didn't say, if he said that it was directed by a pseudonym, sure, I'd watch it. Would you, it, would you respect, would you respect Dave Grohl if he just called the Foo Fighters Nirvana 2? No, but that's, that's what different. I'm saying is like using the but name the you're f- already famous with. The Foo Fighters suck and Nirvana's good. Oh, though. my God. You're not doing this again. <laughs> the, why do the Foo Fighters suck? They're because they never made a sad song. No, they're not. No, they don't suck. Because they I'm never strummed an acoustic <laughs> guitar and made you fucking weep in your bed. No, I really do. Yeah, I really do like Dave Grohl. I just no, I don't even hate Foo Fighters. They're just kind of into me. Yeah, no, I mean, that's fine. But my point is, is that I just I feel it's cheap. When you're like, well, I'm already famous for doing this. I could just cross over, use my name, and then people will be like, well, he also does this. I better listen to it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's stupid. Like, not, I'm sure Tim Heidecker's album is fantastic. <laughs> I'm sure it's probably, you know, the most transformative country music since Taylor Swift's last album. But if you can call that country. No, I'm talking about her, like, her, most, her last country album or whatever. But anyway, um, my point is that, like, like, Tim Heidecker has a built-in audience that has to like his country album because they like him as a comedian. I don't know. It's a pretty... If he was doing it for, like, the publicity, I think he would have not chosen country music, you know? I, I don't know. I, I, just, I, I just think it's a cheap shot. I, I think it's just, like, a... a, a it, it seems gimmicky to me. Yeah. To be like, do you think that I've done this and now I'm also doing this. Do you think that that's name? why people hated Donald Trump is that he never ran as Donald dump or or Trump like Trump. he never yeah. yeah he never changed his name like yeah that's probably why they hate him I, that, I can't think of another reason <laughs> uh no I did have an orgasmic moment on the way over here though speaking of really? music 
do that feeling when you rem- like you figure out what the song that's been stuck in your head is. Oh God, yeah, dude, I had, I had that. that on the way over here. Really? Yeah, and it was just like I, I literally, it felt like an orgasm where I was like. It's been stuck in my head for days. What song is it? It's that fucking song. I don't even really remember the name of it. It's by Third Eye Blind. Oh, I'm it's a Superman. That's no, no, the no. only one. I that's know. not even a song. Oh, okay. Third Eye Blind. That's yeah, that's fucking three doors down. Oh, okay. There's a there's a same number. Yeah, uh, you know who a fucking three doors blind or whatever. <laughs> whatever the name of the band. Blind is. doors down. Whatever. <laughs> uh, no, it's that fucking. Uh, the if you turn around back punt, and nah, nah. you know that song nah, no I don't. Uh, I, it's called like never let you go or something oh. by, by third eye blind it, it's just a dumb it's not a good song yeah. but it's been stuck in my head for fucking two weeks oh, almost I'm so sorry <laughs> and i'm like just trying to i'm like is it blink 182 like i could not figure out who it was yeah and then i was like oh it's third eye blind on the way over here and then i was <laughs> like yeah and i listened to it and i'm like man this is bad yeah. It's very bad. Anyway. Definitely. Um, yeah, how's work going? Any updates on... Was that <laughs> You're so bad at... <laughs> I was like, oh, I yeah, I got, a, I got a story about work. That is the most, I the least a, organic way to bring it up. I want to be a late night host where it's just... Well, why, like, don't we talk so a, why don't we talk about your birthday? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt oh, no, your late night riff. Well, I'm not going to be like anyway, so it was my birthday. I don't want to do no, that. No, I was going to ask you how was your birthday. Oh, okay. That's well, a much more natural... silent not for more than a millisecond, I will come That's up so with weird some. to be like, anyway, how's work been? Like, you've never, <laughs> asked, you've never even asked me that question off mic. <laughs> hey Drew, we all need income. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you able to make ends meet? <laughs> no, how was your birthday? Um it's it's cool, you know. I mean fucking stressful. People were just like Parker's birthday was on election on day. On election day, November third, and people were saying like, Oh I'm so sorry that, you know, your birthday is so stressful. And like normally it's just, you know, an existential nightmare regardless. Yeah. But like, you know. Yeah, usually I just feel like a failure. Yeah, no, exactly. Normally. It's were you able to kind of escape from the reality of it, your birthday because of election night? Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a narcissist. Um, <laughs> no. Do you care about your birthday? Um, kind of, yeah. Well, I mean, um, less and less each year, but yeah, I don't know. It does feel good though. Like, um, it's weird because I'll, I'll put it this way: is that it made election it made my birthday suck, but election day better. Interesting. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that you makes know? sense. Yeah, yeah. So. It enhanced election day because it brought you back down to the middle of the two. Yeah, exactly. So it made so. just both the whole day kind of neutral. Yeah, that makes you sense. S- you seem like you're not big on your birthday. I hate my. I don't care. Really? Yeah, I, d- I just like it feels like I'm being celebrated for something I've never achieved. Yeah, I love it because yeah. I've never achieved anything. I, I, just, I hate that feeling. I just like everyone's like, it's your birthday. We're supposed to be excited. I'm like, I, it, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, it's weird. It feels unnecessarily celebratory. I just get weird about it. I just am uncomfortable with that attention. I don't know why. Yeah. I can't really explain it. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't real. I feel like I don't care about. But I feel like if no one said happy birthday to me, it would like bother me. Yeah. Oh, it wouldn't wouldn't change my day at all. Really? Yeah. In fact, I kind of don't want people to know when my birthday is. Why? I, it just it it makes me uncomfortable. I feel like there's like this like, oh yeah, no, I did it again. I made it another year. I've done almost nothing yeah. in my life. For me, it's a miracle. It's like <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is like uh. They like people treat me like Captain Solly landing on the yeah, Hudson. Everyone loves you that day. Yeah. Totally. By the way, everybody, I'm eating fabulous 
Captain Crunch Rice Krispie treats. I couldn't help myself. Yeah, no, they're amazing. That um, yeah. Yeah, I can't. Sorry, you're gonna hear me chewing the mic for you're a second. Fucking yeah. Mm. But no, whenever I didn't eat dinner. Um, no. Oh really? No. Why not? Because we did a podcast. You work at a grocery. Store. <laughs> I got to your house at 5 p.m. to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's cool. That's, yeah. Birthday's good. Halloween was fun. Um, yeah, you love Halloween. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, it, dude, it really bummed me out because no one did anything, and like it felt like the one thing that we could actually still do this year, and everyone like decided to pseudo be responsible. What do you mean? Just because like. Out of all the people that I see, like, you know, going out to, like, Best Buy and shit, like, you know, and just, like, the Arden Mall, and those same people are like, oh, we can't go trick or... We can't fucking be outside and, like, you know, grab candy like that. Sure. People touch no matter what, even Mm -hmm. if you get it at a store. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, it just felt... And you can even disinfect, like, like... Yeah, we literally uh, taped, like, pieces of candy to the door. Could have just left a bowl. But that way, you know, you don't touch each one. And, like, literally no pieces were taken. Yeah, I just don't think it's worth the risk for most people. But neither is, like, most of the shit we do on, like, you know. like I think I've that people value Best Buy more than Halloween. Which is a shame. Yeah, I, I agree. I Burn it down. <laughs> no, <I'm blind>. yeah. <laughs> Parker starts setting fires to <laughs> corporations because people visit them more than his house on Halloween. No, exactly. I'm just, I am a basic bitch for Halloween. Yeah, you very, you very are. Yeah. You very much just love it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan, but, uh, yeah, that. I yeah, I don't know. My family, like, we just, we had my nephew over and shit, and, uh, like, we did trick-or-treating in the hallway. In the hallway? Yeah, so we have a bunch oh, of doors. <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant growing up. I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, like, we had, like, family. That would be hilarious if I did that growing up. I just never left the house. Just, um, no, we just put, like, a family member in each bedroom and bathroom. In, oh, really? Like, the laundry room. And then, like, yeah, he would just knock on the door, and then we'd pop out with a bunch of candy and just put it in his bowl. Oh, really? So, you know, because he, he knows what trick-or-treating is. Right. But he doesn't know that it's supposed to be, like, a community thing. You know, yeah. he doesn't give a shit about that. So, <laughs> it <was I> just <laughs> It'd be hard for me not to just hear him go, tweet, go, tweet, and I'm just like, get the fuck off my property! <laughs> lights <laughs> off, bitch! Get out of here! You don't see my fucking lights off, you <laughs> little twerp like that. Kick him. <laughs> Or are you supposed to I just be have a, a mouth, gay Superman? I just have a mouthful like. of peanut M&M's. I'm like, get out of here, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, it was kind of, it was low-key, but I had a good time. Girlfriend came over. Nice. Hung out with the family. It was fun. I had a good time. Like, I don't, Halloween for me since like 13 years old has been kind of low-key. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't go to a party or anything. Yeah, I don't really do that. I just like to watch Halloween stuff, you know? Yeah, but that's low-key. Yeah, I you could do that this year. Yeah, no, I did that, but I just it sucked that other people weren't, you know, people weren't <laughs> joining. <me. laughs> what do you mean people weren't joining you? Yeah, it was just like it felt like I was one of the only people celebrating. You know, you were watching movies. <laughs> yeah, that's celebrating. That's what everyone else was doing too. That's were they? But I mean, yeah. yeah, but they should have gone trick or treating. I think. What do you care? I just <laughs> Parker's I'm like just saying, I've I love Halloween. I watch movies, but everyone else should have to go outside. <laughs> what the fuck do you care? No, just, I'm just you know I'm just saying like out of all the things to like pick and choose to like be 
over like yeah that was like a weird fucking i agree that like based on the science of covid like halloween shouldn't have been that big of a threat yeah but again like i said i just i i do not know how you would justify taking a risk even if it was well that's the thing though that i guarantee that all the people who did like most of the people who didn't say celebrate halloween are Totally celebrating Thanksgiving. I guarantee it. Yeah, but I, that, I think Thanksgiving's a bigger holiday than Halloween. And There's no genocide <laughs> involved with the story of Halloween. Uh, buddy, read Jack the Ripper, okay? <laughs> um, I don't know. What? <laughs> There's no book for Halloween. Uh, buddy, uh, Hotel Rwanda is my favorite <laughs> Halloween film. <laughs> Halloween Rwanda. Halloween. <laughs> the Halloween special of Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, dude, I, yeah... Back to you, you want to set up that segue again? Yeah, yeah. So I quit my job. Oh, yeah, you did um, quit your job. Yeah. How long have you been unemployed for now? Um, and you're going back to school full weeks. time. Yeah, I'm going back to school full we don't time. Even, we didn't even need to fill up all that Tim Heidecker shit. <laughs> I guess. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm going to go for psychology and sociology. Um, but, yeah, I probably cannot be a therapist just because this podcast. <laughs> things I've said about <laughs> yeah. people with mental illness. Yeah. But... Yeah, I do. That would be hilarious to see me get called into like my boss's office, yeah. and he's just playing like. Our yeah. Clip. Uh, someone made a smash cut. It's an hour and a half long of every time your co-host called someone a fat cunt, <laughs> and then you <laughs> exactly. like, look, his views do not represent mine. Yeah, and uh, then and says so really because I I saw the clip of you right after saying <laughs> I agree they are. A fat yeah. Cunt. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, that's great. I'm happy for you. I think that you're gonna like school. I really do. Dude, I honestly, like, I always hated school and never wanted to do it. Now I really do. Like, I kind of, I like learning now. Yeah, right. You know? That's And th- I think I was telling you that a couple months ago. I was like, you should go back because you would learn. Yeah. You know, you will learn this time. Totally. You, don't, you won't feel, like, bogged down by it. Yeah, I felt like I literally, like, had to go, so I was uh-huh. just going. Yeah, it sucks. But when yeah. you're like, oh, it's an option now, it's fun. Yeah, and not just that, but, like, I can contextualize stuff. Like, there's a part of me with, like, history where I'm, like, Growing up, I'm like, this is all theoretical, but now it's like, oh, like I'm an adult. I'm like, oh, no, this is stuff that actually happened. Sure, yeah, yeah. And like is important to I'm in, know I'm about. in a history class right now, and we're like walking into the Civil War, and it's fucking eerie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like reading all this shit where you're like, mm, all right, that yeah. sounds similar. Totally. No, exactly. I That's was doing homework at your house, and one of the passages we had to read was from John Adams saying, if the nation is going to be divided on something, uh, slavery is going to be the thing that ought to break it. And you're like, <laughs> fuck, dude, that's one of the, that's John Adams or John Quincy Adams or whatever yeah. the fuck the guy's name is. But you're like, he's like, hey, look, if this country's going to break up, it should be slavery that does it. <laughs> no, like, totally. Holy fuck, man. And not even just thing. like the past, but like other fucking countries. Because yeah. you do grow up kind of thinking like, you know, other places are just so complexly different. And in some ways... Sure, but, like, in Bolivia, like, they literally had, like, a very similar yeah. terrorist attack than, like, yeah. last night. It's yeah. in a, you know, theirs actually worked, but, yeah, yeah. but it's, like, so fucking a fascist coup. Like, oh, like, that's Yeah, because they elected a socialist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so. crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I what think... What happened with your... No, dude, it was just funny. I, I had, like, I get really frustrated with people at work... When like I work at a place where if you spend two hundred dollars, you really did some damage. 
Oh, Trader Joe's? Yeah. yeah it, totally. It's like if you spend $200 in Trader Joe's, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, we've said it. But if you spend $200 at Trader Joe's, it's like you better have bought like some like expensive meats or something like yeah. that to like justify because it's hard to get up to 200 Oh, very. Most of my transactions, you know, barely exceed 100 Yeah, same. And so this guy comes through, and he's like a regular. And uh, I just got so fucking annoyed with him <laughs> because I looked at his cart, and I was like, that's $400. Wow. And, like, it's just frustrating. It, it, the only reason it frustrates me is because it's like not everyone else isn't the asshole here. <laughs> like, the fact that it feels just indulgent to spend $400 at a store where everyone else is spending a max of 200 Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you need all of it. And, and again, it's not like I'm I'm not like certainly not like fat shaming him. He like lives far away. Uh, but it's just like the oh stuff really? he's buying. It's like six bags of pop like cheddar popcorn. Yeah, for sure. And you're just like, dude, this is just like all very indulgent. Yeah, it just feels gluttonous. And it feel it makes me feel weird when I'm on register when that happens, you know? Yeah. Like right before the pandemic, the guy who brought 10 pack, he bought. 10 packs of frozen hash browns <laughs> that's 100 hash browns good god what the fuck do you need 100 hash browns for it's yeah. ridiculous but for me it would be breakfast and lunch that's yeah. That is. <laughs> yeah it's just i was just like dude like you don't see why this is like excessive you know that's just how i feel but yeah. anyway the guy comes through my line this is on the day this is wednesday the day after the election mm-hmm. and he goes uh i'm like oh how you doing man like just really not looking forward to doing yeah. this fucking <laughs> transaction and uh, he's kind of a weird dude. I've talked to him before. And uh, I'm like, how's it going, sir? And he's like, uh, you know, all this election stuff. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what your angle is here. You know, it's this oh, is conservative very, for sure. <laughs> I, I don't even think so. Uh, to be honest with you, I think very he was apolitical. Really? Because the next thing he said may have been one of the most baffling sentences I've ever heard someone say. Yeah. He looks me in the eyes and goes, same shit, different year. Yeah, what? <laughs> that is so. What the not fuck true. are you talking about? What? I'm like, you could have your political opinions. The one thing we can all agree <laughs> on is 2020 is not a same shit, different year yeah, type situation. Not at all. I'm like, I just, I did not speak to him for the rest of the transaction. <laughs> I was like, you have to be the biggest moron I've ever heard speak. Yeah, that's insane. Insane, and it just made my blood boil. Yeah, that like this person has the right to vote. Is <laughs> a person who's like, Man, I don't know, and you know. It's a it's a coin toss for me, like yeah. whoa! What a fucking crazy place to be at mentally. Yeah, that's like to be just like, like I understand like being annoyed by the politicization of everything, but to just be completely an, like almost annoyed that it's an election. Yeah, totally. Like in this year, like what are you doing? Like that is such a stupid stance to have. Yeah, and just be like same shit, different toilet. Like no, yeah, not this time. What are you time? talking about? Normally, it's totally sure. different this year. I mean, yeah. this is the only year where you can't say that. Yeah, maybe no, 2016, really. but this year is like the only one where it's like objectively no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Not even close. Yeah, yeah. that stuff is crazy because it's like you think that there are no undecided voters, but it's like no, people are stupid. Like they yeah. are. Yeah, no, it's, it'd be like uh, like seeing Avatar in the movie theater for the first time. Yeah, and then someone being like, "How was it?" You're like, "It's just a movie," you know. It's like no, it's fucking very different than any other movie. It's like. The CGI in it was incredibly yeah. weird and, you know, futuristic. Like, it didn't look like any other movie we I'd ever say seen. Star Wars is a better example, but yeah. Oh, okay. So we're just going to pick apart each other's examples for the rest <laughs> of the <laughs> No, because Avatar is kind of a boring movie. 
That didn't visually it wowed people, but not. Would you say it's just like every other movie? <laughs> no, goddamn. So maybe it's not that bad Actually. of an analogy. <laughs> yeah, I fucking yeah, the comic book guy from fucking Simpsons over here. Uh, actually, yeah. Actually, actually, I wish it were the same. I'd say A New Hope is a better example. <laughs> All right, perfect. Actually, if it this, were the same thing this year, it wouldn't have bored me so much. <laughs> Why'd you do that? I'd say Star Wars is a better example. All right. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm being anal. I'm just, my back hurts. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> my back hurts. <laughs> my back hurts. So I'm going to pick apart metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> Just You're like, actually, it was an analogy. Yeah. Actually, yeah. you said like a rat, so it was a <laughs> Um Yeah, and then it was another funny thing. Uh, a dude came into the store. It was like a dude with a like real heavy Indian accent. Yeah. And uh, he was just asking my coworker for help picking out hard ciders. Oh. And my coworker was helping him. And then the guy's just like, you know, in a real, real thick Indian accent. Just goes like, would my 19-year-old daughter like this one? <laughs> <laughs> and my coworker's like, no, man, you can't give alcohol to kids. Whoa. And then he's just like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then just like walks away. What? It was so weird, dude. Holy it shit. felt like a sting operation that's or something. It could be, honestly. It could have been, but weird. Yeah, it, that's very, yeah. It's also not illegal to give advice on if a child would like like alcohol. As long as you're not selling it to a minor. Yeah, true. That might be... Yeah, I think you could legally get out of that, actually. Yeah, if someone was like, do you think my daughter would like this? And you're like, yeah, I wouldn't give it to her, but yeah, she'd probably I'm like sure it. She'd li- yeah. I'm sure she'd be very happy you were giving her a 19-year-old right. uh, sure, alcohol. Yeah, it's, like, and it's hard cider. It tastes like apple juice. You yeah, know? totally. It sounded like he was either that or a pedophile. <laughs> and that was, could be. Yeah, yeah, where he's like, do you think my eight-year-old daughter... <laughs> Sir, why do you have condoms in your hand? We don't even sell those here at Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That was funny. It, yeah, it, it just I made it, that was like one of the hardest times I've ever laughed at work. Just watching my coworker be like, "The hell are you talking about? You can't give alcohol to a kid." Yeah, totally. <laughs> so funny. That so is funny. Very, well, and not a kid, but you know. I mean, an underage I'm person. I'm picking apart everything. <laughs> it's getting annoying. Oh, <laughs> Drew. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can't just be like everything. You, you are also... Whoa, what? What the fuck was, was that? Was that a car accident out there? Maybe. I Probably hope so. <laughs> Parker's like, I guess she was a fender bender. Oh, you are, boy, here we go. You are totally also a Will Actually guy. Sure. I'm just a Will Actually guy today. We all are. As comics, we all are Will everyone, Actually guys. Well, I think everyone in the world yeah, is. Yeah, true. You know, right there, that was a Will Actually. More so. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm just saying I don't go, like, actually a better analogy. Yeah. Can I talk to you off mic? <laughs> hey, what you said about Avatar back there was quite frankly. I thought we were talking about the last Airbender. Who directed that fucking shit M. movie? Night <laughs> yeah, M. Night That's right. Um, all right, you ready to get into the episode? Yeah, we got voicemails to do at the end. Um, so let's get into today's episode. Actually, it's not an episode; it's a chronology. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's an episodic. Uh, <laughs> Uh, today's episode is season 19, episode 36, airing the day before Parker's birthday. Uh, this is episode is that the song we came in with was "The Gambler" yep. by Kenny Wayne Shepherd, and uh, oh, is that his real name? No, oh, okay. <laughs> Kenny Wayne Shepherd was like a one-hit wonder guy. Oh, what did he sing? Uh, "Blue on Black." Oh, that song, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it was a. Uh, Hi, I'm Kenny Rogers. Uh, <laughs> That was The Gambler, and today's episode is Gambling Grandma. Uh, that's the name of it. I love that. 
I love that the name just got chopped down. Like, just summarize it so quickly. Yeah. Like, it, they're not even trying to, like, sell it anymore. No, like, not even. gambling grandma. To be fair, though, I think that's a good, like, strategy is less words, maybe. Who knows? Either that or, you know, there's just a fucking monkey behind the... Yeah. The no, I think, I think it's literally studio. just, like... The no, episode you're of right. South Park where they try to come up with Family Guy bits, and it's just manatees <laughs> swimming in a tank. Yeah. Um, all right, let's watch the first clip. Uh, oops, I got to put these in order. Uh, man says his mom is out of control with her gambling addiction. She How much do you want to bet that she is? <laughs> I just. <laughs> but um, boom. My mother, Sherry, is out of control with her gambling addiction. Sherry's gambling problem is destroying her. All right, so they keep showing, like, roulette tables and yeah. stuff. But listen to what they say about, like, what she spends her money on. My mom is the queen of making up excuses as to why she cannot quit gambling. She's like, actually, I'm a... I'm a pair of aces when it comes to I'm a lot better than just one my mom's favorite games she likes to play are the penny machines oh yeah that's not this stupid asshole but it's also impressive how much money she's lost on penny machines yeah <laughs> you shouldn't be able to lose that much Lots in particular we can always tell that she has money because she acts very happy and giddy. Like an immediate high, similar to a drug addict. I need the release, so. She's just sucking dick for a slot machine. <laughs> she just had this knob of a slot machine in her mouth. She's like, why am I doing this? Oh, God. I'm going. Did she realize that they literally have, like, the toy slot machines, too? Yeah, my just grandma has an iPad app where she plays slots. Really? And it's one of the most confusing things I've ever seen. Yeah, it is one of those things where, like, yeah, it's dumb, but it's better than the real thing, probably. <laughs> yeah, but I just, like, my grandma's not a gambler. Really? No. That it's weird. She has, just has a slot, and it's like literally the game is you just press the button. Oh, wow. That says roll. Yeah. And then it just is like, oh, you hit a jackpot. Oh, but that you don't fun. like. No. <laughs> it, it would be fun if you could like gamble. Yeah. Like if you were like, oh, I've got like ten thousand dollars. Let me put ten thousand dollars on this one slot ride. Yeah. But dude, it's like there's no <laughs> money involved. It just you press the button and then you either win or you don't, and there's no consequences either no, way. No, you're right. It should be like if you lose, you have to like pawn your jacket. Right. You know? <laughs> or if you lose, you have to give you all your grandson all of your money. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Or if My you win. Yeah, agree. <laughs> Mom always thinks that she's going to win big, and she walks out with nothing every time. We sent her to gambling anonymous. That didn't work. We had family interventions. Well, at one point, my mom did win twenty thousand dollars, but I don't know what she bought with it. My mother has. She just bought a slot machine for her own home. <laughs> Filed for bankruptcy multiple times. She has blown through almost two hundred thousand dollars. My Damn. mother recently took out a loan on her four hundred one k, and she has completely wiped it out. Oops. God, I, I wanted like already laying on the show, but not scary. like this. <laughs> if she doesn't have any money this week, how's she gonna eat? When Sherry goes to the casino right after she gets paid, we won't see her for at least 24 hours. I'm here and I am getting ready to go in. She won't return our phone calls or... Dude, like one thing they have to say is casinos are so fucking fun. Oh, yeah, sure. They they're are. so fun. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Though I've never gambled. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. 
I mean, I have with like friends, but you know. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm gambling's very much fun as shit, dude. I'm very much like it's just not for me. I'm like, oh, I got forty dollars. I'm gonna quit. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. That's how. That's the smart. That's the fun way to play it. Is to just like bring like forty bucks, sixty bucks, eighty bucks, whatever. Yeah. Just set your limit Sell and then your car. Yeah, and then just <laughs> next thing you know. You're begging someone at the casino just to help you out with a little bit of cash. Yeah. <laughs> and you're telling them you'll do whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, dude, it's fun. Like, especially like playing blackjack. Blackjack is so much fun. And you just fucking put oh, yeah, 20 bucks on a hand. Fun. And then you double your money. And then you're just like, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, it's fun. True debt. One of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen in a casino was one time my friend was up like pretty big. Mm-hmm. And we were like leaving the casino, you know? Yeah. And as we're walking through the lobby... He's like, I just want to play one game of roulette. I'm mm-hmm. gonna put seventy five bucks down, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it on black, and I'm just gonna let it roll. Roulette. And then, but we're like, why? You know, you're uh, you're up like three hundred bucks. Like, oh, why what? would you why would you lose yeah. seven? Like, why would you risk it? He's like, I just want to do it. I just want to double that money. Oh god! And we're like, okay. And then like we you had to wait. The roulette table wasn't open right away. Yeah. And so we had to wait until like you know eleven a.m. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Checkout was at ten. So we just, like, sat in a restaurant just so we could play one game of roulette. And then table opens. He puts 75 on black, first spin red. Yeah. I'm just really? Like, it's like, why did, why, so what the dumb. fuck? Yeah, yeah I don't get it. So stupid. It's almost 4 o'clock in the morning, and I'm finally back home. Um, came home broke. When she comes back home, she'll hide in her room because she knows that we all know that she lost her money. Oh, I never imagined that my mother Sherry would be living with us as long as she has. Sherry has the whole living room decorated how she likes it to be. Sherry sometimes will snap at the kids. Okay, so this must be the son's wife, the Uh daughter-in-law. Who just keeps calling her Sherry? Yeah, yeah. You can that hear makes the sense. contention in her voice. <laughs> Sherry just, you know, decorates the living room however she wants. Yeah, that didn't even seem like a vital part. Yeah. Like, it's just like her curtains. No, it'd be, it'd be so funny if the living room was decorated like a casino. I though. was kind of thinking that, <laughs> it's but just it black wasn't. Black velvet all over the windows and shit. <laughs> it was it just a little messy. Yeah, it was That's just dirty. Yeah. Manage of Walker and Emma, uh, 100%. I don't believe she's hit her rock bottom yet because she's too comfortable. With Walker and Emma and my grandmother giving her money. She needs to wake up and realize if she doesn't get help that she's going to be living with us forever and she's going to die and I'm going to be stuck with her debt. Hello, guys. How you doing? Hi. Hi. Doing good. Speaking of a pair, what an ugly couple you are. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. I mean, you guys are like River Sixes, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> shit looks terrible. I'm folding. Well, it's good to see you. I'm sorry for the circumstances. You got a problem on God, your God, you head. guys are both so big, it's like a full house in here. <laughs> and, uh, so what do you think about this? You guys need to worry less about roulette and how about a diet, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, man, I bet every t- I bet every flush is a royal flush. <laughs> You're yeah, the only slot you guys recognize is the one on your face, and you just <laughs> keep piling pies into it. They're not fat at all, which is no, funny. This is funny. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Phil's just like, oh, I just wrote a bunch. I didn't know what y'all look like. <laughs> yes. is, um, is this a sickness? Is it a hobby, a habit, uh, a way of having fun? How far is this gone? They're like, did you watch the production piece, Dr. Phil? <laughs> He's all, I mean, is it a hobby? I'm not sure. I'm not, I wasn't paying attention. 
Yeah, is that a hobby that? where you lose two <laughs> two hundred grand? I mean, who's to say, really? You know. <laughs> I think now that it's a sickness. Yeah, I think it started as. Ooh, <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> I can't do the. It started to get away from her toxic relationship, and then slowly it turned into um, a hobby, and now it's a full blown sickness. She's hot. Anyway. Yes, yeah, she is. Very yeah. She's possibly facing jail time because she owes money to the IRS? I do not know. I know in June the IRS was coming after her for back taxes, and she managed to gather up some money from Walker and Emma. Huh, and, my and why should I be on your side, you <laughs> snitches? Why the fuck? Yeah, you guys sound like you called the feds on your mom, and that's <laughs> bullshit. I never understand. I mean, I understand it. What, how people have done it, but I never understand how you get so in debt yeah. that you owe back taxes, because like all you have to do is just claim zero on your taxes, and oh. every single year you will get money back. Huh? Interesting. Like you won't ever have to owe. Oh, neato. But I don't understand like why you like if you have, were like a gambling addict. Probably because they need more money. for I know, gambling. but it just <laughs> it's, it just seems like I don't know. I I could see myself, especially like with something like gambling. I could see myself becoming an addict. Yeah. But, like, I would always draw a line. Yeah. For I would sure. always be like, I'm never going to gamble this amount of money. Yeah. Or something, you know? Like, I'm sure it starts off like that, you know? I don't know. I just, I feel like, I feel like even if I got addicted to gambling, like, how do you fucking lose 200K on penny slots? Yeah, that is insane. For like, sure. You know, it's weird, you know? Mother. She also pawned things uh, to get enough money, I guess, to get her by. I really don't know the circumstance or the outcome of that yet. So, Walker, you say you feel like the adult in this situation, like you got a child here. Is that right? Yes, sir. But it's difficult because she's my mother and, you know, it's pretty hard to tell her what to do, you know, (sighs) and uh, she's almost like a teenage kid. Emma, she moved in with you guys. Were you okay with that at the time? Oh, boy. We're going to get into some tension in this relationship. Oh, yeah. This, Holy fuck. I mean, this girl looks like she wants to not be sitting next to us. <laughs> yeah, I was 100% fine with it. Well, you know moving your mother-in-law in is a gamble, right? <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys, that's the show. <laughs> There's nothing else I want to say about that. I don't like that they laughed. I don't... Would you not think he was going to do one of those? Yeah. How are you like, ah, I see what he did there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, uh, yeah, it's Uh, like if they were heroin addicts, would he be like, I see your point. Like, (laughs) there's no fucking way. Yeah, I mean, that's like finding a used needle in a haystack. (laughs) In a used haystack. (laughs) Just a fucking crackhead just being like, well, I can't spoon feed you everything. (laughs) No, I'm joking. This is a serious issue. I do. So you were definitely gambling when you did that. And you lost, so quit bitching about it. He just turns it on her. (laughs) And you lost the gamble. Don't cry to her about it. And she was going to stay a few months, and it's turned into a few years. It started with like six months, maybe a year, and now it's three years. Yeah, so (laughs) what was your your motive, guys, as a young couple to move her in with you? help her get back on her feet after a toxic relationship. Has she taken advantage of you or has she used it to get herself back on her feet? She's taken advantage of us. Yeah, and she's not on her feet right now. And where does your mother work? She works for a casino. She works for a casino. 
Yes, okay. What does she do? Uh, loses money. <laughs> uh, does that make sense to you? Absolutely not. No. I mean, if she was an alcoholic, would you get her a job as a bartender? You should. I mean, she would be really way. happy. <laughs> That's the That's perfect That's a dream job. gig. You guys are assholes. Free drinks? What? So you want your poor mom to go bankrupt, you piece of shit? <laughs> I like judging other people. That's why I became a psychologist. <laughs> that sums up Dr. Phil yeah. perfectly. Wits end. I mean, just this year alone, it has gotten so bad. Yeah. All right. Well. Well, next clip, let next it roll. <laughs> Woman says she lost over 90K to terrible, terrible gambling addiction. Oh, man. So now we're getting conflicting reports here. Yeah, that's we're hearing 200, less. we're hearing 900 or 90. I have a terrible, terrible gambling addiction. My family is getting close to being fed up with my gambling problems. They're concerned that I'm just going to completely implode. When I'm gambling, I don't have to worry or think about all my problems. I just told them that I'm going to the casino. I don't think they're happy. If I win, I am usually, I'm like, oh my God, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I have won multiple jackpots, two or three in one night. I've won up to maybe almost $20,000, and I don't necessarily have much to show for it. I am a... Dude, I one time watched a guy win 15K. Really? Crazy. Man. Just a guy playing slots and hitting the jackpot, dude. Dude. And then I, it was one of the sadder things I ever saw. Really? What happened next? <clears throat> he FaceTimed his family. No way. They were all sitting at home eating dinner. Oh, my God. They're all at the dinner table with food in front of them. Oh, man. And he's on FaceTime showing them that he just won $15,000. Jesus Christ. It's one of the most depressing. I was like, dude, this guy's awesome. Yeah. He's like, you run around the casino. He's like, yeah, like going crazy. I would not do and that. Then, and then they're like, stand in front of, like, this, someone made him stand in front of the machine so no one else could come claim the jackpot. Right. And they oh, pulled out smart. his phone and just got on FaceTime and his family's like fucking cutting up a steak and you're like oh no at dude. least it's a steak at least it wasn't top ramen <laughs> right yeah it's just f some parasite shit they're yeah. just in some basement they're just yeah. making prison dinners yeah. like <laughs> no but it was just like ah oh, dude you were supposed to be home <laughs> you weren't supposed to be out here <laughs> An internal auditor. <laughs> so it They're was like, so depressing. Oh, that's great, honey. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> like, Basically, that was kind of the vibe. It was uh, like, okay, when are you coming home? We uh, miss you. And I work for a tribal casino. So it is rather ironic that... Uh, that is cultural appropriation. Oh. <laughs> she works for a tribal casino. Uh, oh, Ma'am? They actually look like they could uh, be. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think even suggesting they look Native American might be racist. Really? Yeah, because they're all gambling addicts. Oh, God. <laughs> not all of them. When I say not all of them, I mean the family. <laughs> it sounds like you met natives. <laughs> I am an internal auditor, and I work for a tribal casino. So it is rather ironic that I have a gambling problem. Guys, I this is episode three, part two, <laughs> if you <laughs> haven't caught on by now. Basically. Casino, I am a VIP. I'm at the highest level that they offer. When I go to the casino, it's the only play my free play, which is free credits that they offer you as an enticement. If I do not win on my free play, I will hit that ATM. The most I have spent at the slot machine in one session is about $6,000. That is asinine. 
Dude, that's insane. It's like not even an addiction could justify that. Yeah. Spending, like, drug addicts never spend $6,000 on drugs yeah. in a night. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yeah, they could if you couldn't overdose. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Actually. Fucking, Good um, point. Yeah, you know what's, like, crazy? What makes no sense to me is how come, like, they'll cut you off if they think you're too drunk, but they won't cut you off if they think you have a gambling problem? <laughs> like, yeah. No, exa- no, that's, uh, I mean, that is a yeah, 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 yeah. That's, like... Isn't that why they're cutting you off? So I mean, it seems like gambling should be better regulated. Yeah, totally. Like, you know what seems totally illegal? Is casinos never have clocks, and they black out the windows, so you have no idea oh, what time it is. Dude, everything... Get this. My mom's, you know, master's in psychology. She studied, like, the psychology of casinos. Even, like, literally, the floor is a... Like, it's suppo- it's a really bright, like complex pattern so you're not looking at the floor yeah and so you're looking at the screen more just every single thing is meant to keep you yeah that's it's crazy yeah my gambling really got out of control this past year it's almost four o'clock in the morning and i'm finally back home came home broke how am i feeling bad like a loser I took out a $12,000 loan on my 401k and I have a washer and dryer to show for it. I have. <laughs> She's all so, not all bad. <laughs> bad news is though, I bought the washer and dryers uh, off Craigslist for $50 each and the rest is in a slot machine. <laughs> Probably six or more loan companies I owe, 15 credit cards, pond, my jewelry, and my purses. I'm currently about $90,000 in debt. I mean,. Why doesn't she just play more, you know? <laughs> Get that money right win. back. <laughs> she can win. It sounds back. like she's not she's not being optimistic enough. Yeah, it sounds you gotta like... got to believe in yourself. Sounds like she should play crabs more. <laughs> <laughs> Her odds are better. Yeah, that's the problem. She's not playing Keno. <laughs> Though I, will, I mean, of course, I'm being sarcastic, but isn't slots like the most unlikely to win one? I'm pretty sure <coughs> it is. Right? Um, I, well, roulette is the worst odds on the, oh, on okay. the floor, depending on your bet on roulette. Oh, okay. Because you can make, like, bets on roulette that are, like, you know, 800 to 1. Oh, for sure. But um, slots are, like, up there, though, right? With, like, the... I don't know. I know that the the best odds on the floor are blackjack. By the door. Well, yes. Oh, yeah. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, too, but... No, I mean, like, game-wise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blackjack is it's a 51 to 49 odd. Oh, okay. Um, That's good. And, but there's another game that is, like, super... I forget what it's called, but it's, like, literally, like, three-fourths of the games you play end in a uh, push. Oh. It's okay. a weird game where it's, like, you get two decks of... Or you get two hands. <laughs> and like Italian hands. Yeah, you just get... But, like, you have, like, two two hands of cards and you're trying to beat the dealer but in order to lose the dealer has to beat both of your hands in order to win you have to beat both of the dealer's hands but the most likely is that you beat one of the dealers and he beats one of yours which is then a push but it takes like hours but if you if you're good at it you can win like money like serious money because you're not losing very often but I don't know $32,000 out of my 401k I have hid the fact that I withdrew so much out of my 401k from my family and my children out of embarrassment if i knew how to stop it it wouldn't be a problem now you need to educate me a little bit because i'm 
just a little confused about this. Because I could have swore that the Jets were covering the spread before they went <laughs> yeah. to commercial, and I don't know what the yeah, fuck. Yeah, you got to educate me a little bit. So when they're neg- when the when the Steelers are negative one fifty against the Patriots, <laughs> that means I can get. Uh, what's that mean? She's like, it means it's a bad bet. I wouldn't make that bet. <laughs> Tell me, how do I become a VIP? You have to spend a lot of money. Okay, so to become a VIP... Well, I'm a VIP at the Bunny Ranch. (laughs) I have to go spend a lot of money at the casino, and that means lose a lot of money, right? Correct, or win. You can win a lot, too, and become one. And and what do you get for being a VIP? What what do they do for you? Um, What if she just said something insane? Yeah. They'll clean up a body for you. (laughs) I have my own parking pass to park up front. They notify me of uh, concerts, events. uh, Oh, they notify her of concerts? Well, I mean, it all makes sense now. There's no apps for that. No, there's no (laughs) way to find out about other events. They gave me the, like, five-tier box of Godiva chocolates. You said that you're 90,000. Dude, that is, it's so pathetic. Yeah. To yeah. The second thing you reach for is like, they, they'll send yeah. me push notifications and uh, chocolate. Yeah, chocolates that you can only find at fucking Kohl's. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> some of the worst chocolates I've ever tasted they gave me. Yeah, um, they taste like ass, but they're $5 yes. per chocolate. $1,000 in debt, <laughs> taking $32,000 out of your 401k. How much do Godiva chocolates cost? Not that much. Are you kidding not, me? Not true. But <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> what you she's, it's actually closer than you think. But I'll <laughs> s- <laughs> it's true. No, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm trying to verify the facts here. You gave them $132,000, and you got a box yeah, of chocolates. Correct. What's your payoff for this? What's, tell me about the high part of this. Well, <clears throat> I I think that it comes from a um, years of some traumatic and toxic relationships uh-huh. I've been in, and I think that I'm trying to self-medicate. And you say you stay at the casino sometimes for like 12, 24 hours. You'll be there a long time, right? So that's your escape. Yeah. It's pretty fancy down at the casino, right? Yes, sir. But you're living in one room at your son and daughter-in-law's house. Yes. What's wrong with that picture? (laughs) Everything's wrong. That's why I'm here. I don't even, I I don't even know if this woman has a personality. (laughs) I know nothing about her. Yeah. Besides, she gambles. Yeah. Well, she's supposed to be like, also, I like painting. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yes, it seems like there's got to be more to it for her, you know? Yeah, it's just like, I mean, she said that she was like, you know, in, an, in abusive relationships. She didn't say, did she say abusive? She just I said know, toxic. She said, yeah, she said toxic. Which, yeah, yeah you know, whatever. Uh, this isn't just something that willpower will take care of. Dr. Phil tells women with gambling addiction. I have this opinion that... You deal with... Oh, I see what he did there. You yep, deal. I got uh, that. Look, I Psych- don't like your odds of recovery. Yeah. <laughs> Ecological problems psychologically. You deal with medical problems medically. 
you deal with mechanical problems mechanically. And you deal with financial problems by putting it all on red, baby. <laughs> Let it roll. And you go all in on a 72 <laughs> yeah. and ride that high. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and I believe with financial problems, you get pocket tens off a deal on blackjack. You split those bad boys and hope for aces. <laughs> I don't understand why this is so hard. I mean, you're wasting all your time on the penny slots. Get over to the fucking... The, yeah, he's just encouraging her to go play way more hard games. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you learn a skill like Texas Hold'em or something? Yeah, why don't you do the thing in Uncut Gem where you just keep yeah. chasing <laughs> Just keep letting it ride. Like, if I, if I go out and my car won't start, I'm not going to go call my... I'm going to assume it was Dr. Oz. <laughs> Speaking of casino, if my car doesn't start, I'm probably going to get blown oh, the fuck up. Yeah, that's great. A therapist. Is that casino? It is casino, oh, Okay, yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's not going to get my car running, right? Correct. If you've got a psychological issue... You deal with it psychologically. I and just imagine Dr. Phil, like, screaming at his car, like, you have abandonment issues we need to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> here is in your life, you have endured some things that have created you a lingering pain. That you're hurting inside psychically, that your psychic person, your, your, your psychological skin has been burned and you're hurt. And you Correct. deal with that pain, that psychological pain. And so you're going to a casino and gambling as a way to deal with the pain. You've been doing this long enough to know that does not work. Correct. That's why I don't call my therapist when my car won't start. <laughs> and gambling's not going to fix your pain. It just doesn't work that way. You have to stay in the category and in the lane and and listen you've gotten into a habitual pattern and you're subject of what in psychology we call intermittent reinforcement schedule and that means it's a conditioning schedule where the reward or punishment is not administered every time the desired response is performed so reinforcement is typically maybe i'm just too tired yeah i have no idea what he's saying right now. <laughs> i think i do kind of uh, a conditioning schedule in which a reward is not every time that okay so yeah no that's just like kind of like how uh you know addiction yeah i guess he's just like over explaining addiction yeah, I, I just Where don't. It's like your conditioning schedule in which a reward or punishment is not administered every time the desired response is performed. Reinforcement is typically random or unpredictable. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's chasing the high, which is what gambling okay. addicts talk about. I mean, I get it. Is it that just, it's not even winning. It just it's, seems like there's so many better ways to say this. Yeah, you know? true. It's random, and it's unpredictable. And what we know scientifically is that is the most difficult behavior to extinguish. Like if, if you put a mouse in a, in a cage and Boy. every time the mouse pushes a bar it gets a pellet, it'll learn it really quick. But as soon as the pellet stops coming out, the behavior will go away. Unless it comes out sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. Now that mouse will push that bar forever. 
and that's what Doctor Phil sound. It sounds like he's trying to talk you out of like chasing pussy. Yeah, <laughs> he's like it's the most dangerous behavior. Okay, sometimes that mouse presses it and he gets the bar, yeah. but then sometimes he's not. Sometimes you have to pay that mouse thirty-two yeah. million dollars to keep it mouse <laughs> to keep it little mouse mouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you meet a mouse, you know, and it's a baby mouse, but you met it at Little Saint James Island. And <laughs> With your pal Jeff. What gambling is like. The truth is, your brain has. What the fuck? Was that a guitar chord? Just yeah, it was just. Randomly? It was just the intro to the music. <laughs> what are you listen, listen. And that's what gambling is like. The truth is, your brain has been. A f <laughs> what a weird moment. And it's super zoomed in on Dr. Phil's face. Affected. And your brain has been affected. The pleasure centers and the pleasure pathways in your... Which pleasure centers are what I call the massage places I <laughs> go to. Yeah, pleasure centers is everything that I touch. <laughs> your brain light up when you're gambling the same way they would if you were taking a drug. And I'll show you. And I want you to look at the dopamine pleasure versus serotonin happiness here. And this gives you an idea of how it affects the brain. When you're talking about dopamine pleasure, there are only five receptors. And the neurotransmitter fuels desire and motivation. It's highly addictive. It's short term. It's visceral. And this is something that too much of it leads to addiction. Whereas serotonin happiness, if you look at the graphic, it's all over the brain. It spreads across the brain, touches three times as many receptors. Mm. It's not addictive. It lasts. It creates contentment. It one million percent is addictive. What? Serotonin? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell me it's not. It's like sometimes all I need is some serotonin in my fucking brain. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and it inspires giving, like volunteering, all the kind of things that make us social beings that care about one another. Whereas dopamine pleasure is very selfish, very short term. And that's what you're into now. You are into the most difficult to eradicate reinforcement schedule and your brain is conditioned to light up your pleasure centers when you're gambling and everything associated with it. The lights flashing, the sound, the smell in the casino gives you a feeling of well-being. So this isn't just something that willpower will take care of. You can't just say, well, I'm going to just knuckle down here. I'm going to bear down. I'm going to use my willpower and I'm going to overcome this. You're in too far for that. It takes more than you just saying, I'm done. I'm going to gut up and overcome this. So if you really want to change it, and I'm asking you right now, do you really want to change this? Yes, that's why I'm here. I want it to change. And I, I have no idea where she's at, but I, because she lives with her son and daughter-in-law, it's funny to imagine them just in different rooms of the same house. Yeah. Like Are doing. They? Well, I mean, they live together. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Wouldn't it? It's just funny that like they're like, okay, you go in that room and cry <laughs> on Doctor Phil, and we'll be in this room not comforting you. <laughs> I've tried to just stop and tried willpower and said, I'm not going. It lasts for a little while. And then you're back in it. 
Yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel bad for her just because, like, gambling yeah. addiction is super real, but... Totally. I, also, they haven't really given us anything in this episode to, like, dislike her either. Yeah, That's true. kind of the weird part, too. Yeah, that's that. a very... It's just a quick psychology lesson. Yeah, it was <laughs> weird. Yeah. All right, this is the update. Hi, Dr. Phil. This is Sherry. Since the taping of the show... Well, if I it's just, like, her on a street corner yeah, playing dice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go to the casinos and I self She's like, since I was on the show, I um, I learned how to count cards, and I'm up a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Life's never been better. All it took was a little bit of math. <laughs> Wait, so she self banned herself from the? Hold on. The show. I She's like, I started just screaming the N word. <laughs> so they would never. I, I, I would walk in and yell Aluha Akbar. <laughs> And they, and they got so nervous they asked me to leave and never come back. So effective. <laughs> Hold on, I want to hear what she says here. To the casinos and I self-banned. So that was a big accomplishment. I'm approaching soon to be 60 days. She's like, the bad news is now I have a closet full of disguises. Uh, Gamble free. So that's a big accomplishment for me. I have also paid a small amount of my debt down. Not a lot. But I didn't do this overnight, so I realized it's going to take me a while. Uh, and I started my sessions with Dr. And Underman. I am doing a lot of heroin. Yeah, she's, I've <laughs> never drank more in my I've entire life. I've never drank I'm so miserable. Please, God, kill me. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Phil. And I really, really like my therapist. And we're working on some coping skills since I'm not gambling. And, oh, yeah, I stopped smoking, too. So, um... You gotta have some new. Well, we weren't really on the show for that, yeah, so I don't you know, give a shit. Well, <laughs> why are you bringing it up? Come on. So, um, I really appreciate the time and the help and the setup with Doctor on Demand. So, I'm looking forward to more debt-free, getting things paid off, moving out hopefully soon, and just life is pretty good right now. And I appreciate everything you did for me. Thank you. Bye. Yes, what a, what a good episode. Yeah, exactly. That's you know good. what? That's what we needed this week. We needed that totally. For sure. Good for Stacy. I have Tip. no idea. I don't remember. Sherry. 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 Good for Sherry. Yeah. Good no, for Sherry. Cool. Yeah, we'll be doing the uh, the last episode of the um, the girl who says that she wants to murder her mom. But yeah. Just yeah. We just didn't want to bring it to stab and have to ha- hope it translated to the, the st- streaming audience. Yeah. So and next next good. week will be that. Um, oh, we got to do voicemail. We do have to do voicemails real fast. Um, um, let's play number one. And also, real quick, uh, we are now, um, if you guys, if you want to do the voicemail, you know, definitely do that. But also, if you don't want to do that for whatever reason, self-conscious, whatever the fuck, I get it. Um, just DM the podcast on Instagram at fillmyheartpod. Yep. All right. Let's get into the voicemails. So. Uh, hi, um, this is Parker's girlfriend. Um, hey, babe. Um, I tried yelling for you earlier, but the muzzle might have muffled me too much. Uh, you must not have heard me. I was somehow able to get off on my own, though, and reach this phone I found. Uh, kind of need your help letting me out of this cage under your bed. Um, I'm so sorry. I'd totally do it myself, but, uh, this costume is kind of getting in the way. Um, I think you said it was called the uh, fursuit, a fursuit. Um, I 
I don't know, but it feels really expensive, and I'm sweating so much, so I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not sure if it's been hours or weeks, but, uh, yeah, um, can you uh, let me out? I won't call the police, yeah. and I promise I won't tell Drew about what looks like this uh, this hollowed-out Bible with these <laughs> drawings of him I found under here. That was funny. Uh, Google Voice uh, thought my name was Jerupa. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I will... No, that actually was my girlfriend, and I need to tell her that uh, brevity is the soul of wit. All right, let's do the next one. <laughs> that was funny. All right, this one's only 11 seconds. There's nothing. <laughs> horrifying. That's the scariest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> That is so funny. All right, let's get some plugs out. Is it the girl that wants to kill her mom? (laughs) (laughs) That could be literally any Dr. Phil guest or Dr. Phil himself. Um, All right, if you want to give us a call, you can always call at 415-763-7445. That's 415-POD-PHIL. Parker, hit him with some plugs. Um, All right, follow me on Instagram, at Twitter, at Parker the Newman. Friend me on Facebook, because why not? I'm still on it, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, did you say Patreon? Patreon.com, well, I said it at the top. Patreon.com slash heart for Patreon shit. Yeah. Uh, jump on the subreddit, r slash fillmyheart. Um, yeah, you sh- can follow Drew, me, Jerupa, on <laughs> social media, Twitter at Drew Apture, on Instagram at Drew Apture is dumb. I just filmed today a new episode of Getting Close, that thing I'm doing with Luke Soin, awesome. good friend of the show. Um, so that'll be coming out soon. Um, oh, we also have a shit ton of t-shirts. If you want to still buy one of those, I got plenty of them. The, the stone cold Phil Hart, uh, or stone cold Phil my heart shirt. Um, and also stabs got new sweatshirts in. Yeah. I'm Parker's wearing one. one if you can see it on the stream, yeah. super fucking cool. So, uh, support local businesses, support stab, support the boys. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else? Yeah. Just, uh, if you like the podcast, please share it with, people you think will like it you know totally or people you think you know will hate it then we'll get canceled exactly and And that's that's the ultimate goal yeah all right everybody have a good and maybe next time we talk to you we'll know who the president is all right talk to you later bye people's faces knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes so if you don't mind my saying i can see you're out of